This you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to encourage, energize, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I am the founder and director of Strong Women Co., a company devoted to empowering women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. And for new people and uh, maybe folks who just don't know my background a bit, I'll give you a little bit today. I am a lifelong community organizer and activist and general fighter for equality. My first degree is in psychology and I have my master's in women's studies. For my master's thesis, I made a video where I interviewed women from all across Canada. That's where I'm coming to you from, Newfoundland, Canada. So I interviewed women from all across Canada about equality in their workplaces and equality in their lives. And I learned a lot, I'll tell you that. Since then, I've been a union organizer, an executive officer, a program specialist, and more. I've also worked as the first woman, first woman and only woman in several dominated fields, everything from uh, construction, geosciences, resource development. I created Strong Women Co. because when I was in those male-dominated fields, I wanted the tools to help me thrive in those jobs despite the sexism I was facing, but the tools just didn't exist. So I researched, I interviewed, uh, and I created them. I created a tool package things to say, things to do, things to prepare for. And I've put those tools uh, in a workshop that uh, I have given in person to companies and groups, which I love, 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 love doing. I love seeing the women's face light up when they finally have the tools to deal with all the realities that we are forced to face, but no one seems to want to be able to help us uh, with how to deal with it, let alone thrive. But now with uh, COVID happening, I will be pivoting those workshops because goodness knows no more in-person ones are happening. I will be pivoting uh, those to online kits and workshops in the next year. Uh, so you can keep your eyes open for those if that's something you are interested in. Um, I'm, I miss doing that work. I miss helping women with those very specific tools. Uh, I also do one-on-one coaching with with wonderful women from all over the world. Uh, I, I'm still doing that, and thank goodness. I love that connection. Um, but uh, so that's kind of how Strong Women started out, and then I just kept adding things to it. Uh, of course, uh, we have this podcast, which is all about empowering you. Every two weeks, I put out uh, a podcast that you can listen to, and no matter what state you are in, where you are, uh, by state, I mean state of mind, you can listen to it and feel better. Uh, so, and in the meantime, before I get those workshops uh, online and all that, because uh, I am moving, <laughs> I'm calling you, talking to you from Newfoundland, Canada, but am moving, uh, even though I'm kind of sick of talking about it, but here we go. Uh, it looks like uh, the third week in September, we'll be flying over to the Netherlands and moving there. So, uh, lots of plans for this year, but in the meantime, we're here in the podcast, uh, here to continue to support and encourage you on your path through womanhood. And as always, follow us on Facebook and Instagram for a daily dose of inspiration and motivation. Uh, and I'm really excited to talk to you about today's topic. 
Before we do, I'm going to do uh, the kind of three-sentence thing. Uh, I am here, I am whole, I am Kelly, and then we'll take a breath. I give, give you a chance to repeat it, and then we'll take a breath and dig right in. So, like it goes. And this comes from uh, my goddess pilgrimage in Crete. We started every group uh, session every night like this, and it was very good. I did uh, it at my women's circle uh, on the full moon there a few days ago, and it was great too. So it goes like this, super simple. I am here, I am whole, I am Kelly. Now you repeat. I am here, I am whole, I am in your name. Doesn't that feel better? Now let's take one big, deep, beautiful, nourishing breath together. Close your eyes if you can, shoulders away from your ears, relax the space between your eyes. Just Generally feel your body, give it love anywhere that feels a bit of tension. And then we're going to breathe in through our nose, nice and lightly, slow and steady. Fill up those lungs and let it out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. Let's talk about giving your inner child some love. Let's talk about giving that little person inside you some acknowledgement um, and care and support. Uh, and that's always important, but I think it's particularly important uh, in this stage in 2020. And uh, uh, I want to be in inclusionary, uh, and I may say give a little girl inside you some love, uh, but of course, however you identify, um, you use that pronoun, use that, that descriptive, um, but just for the majority's sake here, I'll, I'll stick with the hers, because we don't often hear the her as a, uh, as a general term. So why, why is it important to give your inner child some love, extra love right now? Uh, well, the reality is, We've, uh, we've all been in uh, kind of a shock trauma uh, reality since, since the limitations of COVID came in. And uh, it's all been very shocking and very scary and very traumatizing. And trauma, of course, is something that uh, comes up that we can't easily just kind of shake off with our senses. It's something that sticks with us. It's something that we can't compute exactly um, at, at like a day-to-day -day thing. And uh, it's coming up for me. Uh, I've uh, dealt with it um, with some of my clients going on. And the reality is we've been shocked into regression, meaning that that kind of our adult minds in some ways um, at some parts of the day and some days uh, is, is more like a little girl. Uh, and that's why you may feel a lot of the feels you're ha having, and I'll get to that. But you can say, Kelly, wh why do you mean? How do you know we're regressing? And uh, that kind of digs into uh, a lot of uh, my psychology background. Um, and it's just the kind of the reality that happens when you do get shocked, when you do get traumatized. This is a, a lot of the data on such things is that it, you get kind of like literally regressed to a, a little child, emotionally, psychologically. And part of the reason, horrifically, why we know that 
is the uh, research that was done by the CIA and a few other uh, uh, bodies and other kinds of uh, psychologists who were studying torture and the effects of torture and honestly, uh, this is kind of disheartening, but how to get information out of a enemy would be to shock and traumatize them until they regress into a little child and then um, try to coax that little child and, and, and uh, get uh, build a relationship with that little child to get what you want. Yes, that's horrifying, <laughs> but uh, like, like a lot of things in psychology, I like to use what we learned from that and then to apply it to our real life in a, in a helpful, um, positive kind of way. Um, if you're looking for more information on that, I highly recommend The Shock Doctrine by Naomi Klein. I think it was out maybe 10 years ago now or so. Uh, that specifically looks at how people are shocked into accepting um, kind of authoritarian rule or extremely right-wing um, conservative financial uh, legislation or things like that. But it also it, it applies to whenever you are in shock, you do regress. So emotionally and psychologically, our inner child has gone through so much. And so many of our norms have been shattered or revamped, and we just keep trying to find our footing. So we're finding our footing, okay, all right, everybody has to be in lockdown. And we're finding our footing in that. And we're finding our footing is like, oh, okay, uh, we might be at a lockdown, but, uh, you know, everyone has to wear masks. Or, um, you know, school isn't looking the way we want. Um, or, you know, it's, it, there's, there are many stresses and brand new stimulus for us to respond to on a daily basis as we go through the reality of this pandemic. And that's the shattered norms uh, that I'm talking about. Um, when it comes to giving your inner child some love, I mean, really another way to say it would be to mothering the self. And, you know, that's really our responsibility as adults, um, is to not blame your parents for, um, everything, uh, which can be certainly easy when you're in your teens <laughs> and you don't yet have your own independence. But then as we become independent adults, it's a rite of passage to begin uh, to, to take care of yourself and to mother yourself, parent yourself, soothe yourself, um, have some kind of uh, emotional regulation that is, that is self-taught uh, self, um, and self-figured uh, uh, out and all that. So mothering the self, you know, it's a very important thing. Um, and I just wanted to say like kind of the inspiration for this was I was feeling my inner child needed to come out and play, needed to be soothed, needed to be sucked. And right now I'm looking at uh, a doll. Uh, she must be, how old am I? She must be 30 something years old. I bought her off Etsy in April. Um, this is when things were a little bit confusing and uh, she was like one of those kind of thrift, thrift store re, um, uh, rebuy kind of thing. And uh, she is, if anyone in Canada, if you were in Brownies uh, 30 so years ago, um, you might have seen this little doll. She's dressed up like a brownie for those folks in other countries. It'd be like a Girl Scout, um, uh, a Girl Guide, um, you know, the, the kind of uniform that you wear and you, you get in your little, little troop and uh, you do things. And uh, I remember uh, in my brownie troop, we, uh, there was this the beautiful doll, just like I have here now. And each week, um, a name was picked to be able to bring her home and you got to have her for the week and you brought her back. And, uh, I never got to take her home <laughs> wherever it happened. 
uh, I just remember very specifically, it's like, it was never my turn to take her home. And then the year was over and then that, that opportunity was gone. And I was kind of like a little bit heartbroken and I didn't even really think about it again until I saw the doll on Etsy and I was like, oh my goodness, I want her. <laughs> and I think she was like $15 with like, like $7 shipping or something. This is a time when I know I, I knew I needed to see to my inner child and I knew my inner child was, was, was really kind of needing the love and she needed me to know that I was going to, to stand up for her and, and to back her and support her and, and to give her the things that she wanted. Maybe I didn't, that she didn't get, uh, first go around. Right. So, uh, she was so cute. This little doll, I'll put a picture, um, uh, on our, our Facebook and Instagram, uh, when I'm promoting this podcast, but she had this little belt and this little scarf and she just was so freaking cute with all the details hilariously, um, I did buy this doll for myself, but of course my four-year-old was like, can I see her? Can I play with her? And I was like, of course. And I think I had her out of the package about five minutes before my little girl lost her orange scarf, uh, which was one of the main reasons I loved her because it was a detail that was exactly like our universe. But anyway, I digress. She's still super cute without her orange scarf. And, um, it's just a lesson of motherhood <laughs> that you have to just go with the flow. Um, but I'm like looking at this little doll here now and I'm really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself for, for reaching out, for, for, for reaching back and telling that little girl who never got to take that doll home, uh, you know, that, that I'll take care of you. And even if it seems silly and I'm an adult now, you know, I can still do things for that inner child to, to set it right, to make her feel more whole, more loved, uh, to make her feel more joy. That's still totally possible. And one of the ways we can do it is, is just to listen to that inner child. So what does your inner child sound like? What might she be popping up like? Um, your inner child could feel like or sound like she could sound whiny. Man, I don't want to do, you know, uh, I, I'm this, I'm, you know, just that kind of whiny feeling. Like I can feel it in my psyche getting there and I'm like, oh, that's my inner child. She needs some love. It could feel or sound like um, scared. Uh, angry, pessimistic. You can think about like when a child is like, no, this is going to be bad forever, right? Like that's how our inner child can sound like sometimes. It could be sabotaging, like I'm going to smash all this. I don't care, right? Like that's an inner child. Could jealous. That's one of the things I'm really uh, seeing in, in ch children now that I have a, a almost five-year-old is jealousy is something that uh, Violet is really being able to identify. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. It's like, I want what that child has, but I cannot have it. That is jealousy. Uh, you may things like hear her say like, oh, it's never going to be okay again. You can, you can might hear her say like, I want love. I want attention. I don't like this. Uh, you may have, uh, say something that's like, I have lots of feelings and I don't know what to do with them. You know, like these like bubble up feelings where we're overwhelmed just like when we were kids and we were just trying to figure out how to be, you know, in this world and what was socially acceptable and, and how do we, how do we, how do we express ourselves? It may look like uh, a loss, loss of filter. Words just might come out of your mouth, just like when you're a kid. It may look like overeating. You can think of a kid who'll sit down and eat a whole cake, right? Like um, until they get a full belly and they hurt themselves and they're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. But as a little kid, you might be in that, that eating, overeating, or a loss of, uh, a loss of control. Um, that could feel, uh, be like the inner child coming out. So these are all kind of examples of, um, of how we can see our regression and how, uh, even as adults, we can still really have that inner child 
pop out and express it, express themselves without, you know, uh, much filter sometimes. But for me, my, my inner child is, is, uh, she's, I don't know, probably a lot of those things I just mentioned, but mostly it comes up to me like whiny, whining. In, um, in Newfoundland, we have a word, a word called suki. So like you're being a sook, you're being, you're, you're like my, my inner child is, um, uh, wants to be sooked. And, and I love this word so much because a sook is not just, you know, whiny. It's like, they need to be sooked. You need to be seen to you. When a child is sooky, you must go sook them. You have to, to nurture them, uh, support them, rub their back, talk nicely. So my inner child is very sooky. And she needs to be soaked. <laughs> and I have to treat her just like I would uh, a toddler or a little girl. Uh, so um, I have to hear her out, you know, so she can talk about her feelings. Uh, and then I have to give her some love and reassurance and support. And sometimes that can be like just nice thoughts to myself. Sometimes it could be in journaling. Uh, sometimes it's action, you know, the different languages of love that you can give, including to yourself. Um, but these are the things, like when my, my whiny inner child is out, I need to see to her. And if you can't give yourself love at the exact time you need it in the moment, you can make your deal, a deal with yourself just like you would a toddler, right? So if you have, you're in a store with a toddler and they're like, but I want this cookie. And you're, you can't have that cookie. It's not good for you. Or you can't have that cookie. It's just before supper or whatever it is. And so you're a toddler. Your inner child's like, but I want it. So you could be in the middle of a, um, a work meeting or, you know, making supper for your family or whatever. And like the inner child bubbles up and you're like, gosh, I really need to be seen, right? Your inner side. And then what you can say is just like you would a toddler is like, I see you. I hear you. You are important. Let me do this one thing and then I'm going to go see to you. You make a deal with yourself. It's like, let me do this and then you and I are going to go for a walk by ourselves. Or let me do this and we can sit down and eat some chocolate ice cream. Or whatever it is your little kid needs, uh, you can make that deal. But the important part is to make sure you follow through in the deal you make for yourself. Because hearing yourself, hearing your vulnerable self out, it, it builds integrity particularly uh, if you then um, uh, tie actions and love with it, right? So you hear yourself out, you hear that vulnerability of, of your true self out. It builds confidence with yourself. You're showing yourself that you're showing up for yourself. You're saying, I got you. Maybe when you hadn't particularly felt that um, in the past from the folks who were supposed to be taking care of you. Uh, various reasons, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just say that, um, uh, nobody makes it to adulthood having all of their needs met. Nobody. That's just not the way it works. Uh, so even if you had fantastic parents, uh, you, you had needs, they were not met. Um, and that's when adulthood comes in. It's like, you can meet those needs now. You can go back and mother yourself and take care of that beautiful inner child. And uh, it's just like when I hear Violet or, uh, and give her love and support when she's upset, that builds and strengthens our connection in our relationship so that she knows when, um, when she's really upset or, you know, she's having all the feels that she can come talk to me and we'll work it out together. 
right? So every time we do that, it builds and builds and builds so that, you know, it's, it's almost like a muscle. It's almost like a reflex. It's like, okay. So she knows that when she's upset, she can come, we can talk it out. So your inner child needs to know that she is going to be loved and heard and seen to uh, just like that. And so I, I want you to kind of think about your inner child and, uh, and, and what, what she sounds like, you know, and, and what she's, what she's been needing from you the last couple months, maybe some things that you haven't been able to give her, uh, exactly. Maybe she needs more time. Maybe she needs more, more soft and comfort. Uh, maybe she needs more playing Playing's huge. The inner child comes out big time if you haven't had much time to play or be creative or joke around. Oh my God, inner children just want to be silly. And I know there's moments in your life that you were like just in a silly freaking mood uh, and you, were, you weren't able to be it because adulthood says you're not allowed to be silly, uh, which is such a stress release, right? <laughs> being silly. And it's so, I don't know, I, 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 being a mother is so much more joy than society or my mother or anyone ever told me it would be. Um, and uh, one of my favorite parts is the ability to uh, just go back into my silly self because my little girl has showed me to do so. So, uh, you know, I want you to be able to connect to that inner child and, and give credence to her voice. Uh, you know, I think that we are taught patriarchy teaches us to, to not trust women and to not trust girls including women and girls, to not trust themselves. So it's a real revolutionary practice to, to give credence and value and weight to what not just your rational mind says, but that emotional little person inside of you who you still are. And I can feel like I'm even different ages sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I'm four. Sometimes I feel like I'm eight, you know? And you can, you can see it in other people too. Like there are certain uh, folks, I'm sure, in your life um, who didn't make it past probably 10 or 12 emotionally, uh, maybe because of a trauma, maybe because they weren't forced to, um, I'm thinking that there's, there's a real gender divide in, um, emotional age, uh, just because the patriarchy doesn't, uh, allow men, uh, to freely talk about their feelings or give them the tools to, um, identify their feelings even. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a lot to be said for connecting to that inner child, who, who needs to be sucked, that inner child who, who wants to be happy and play and, and who wants to be supported and, and to feel safe. So I want you to be able to connect to that inner child. So if you're able to, uh, I'm going to go through a little exercise with you so you can close your eyes. But if you're driving or walking or doing something else um, as, uh, as you're listening to this, It'll still work on, uh, on a, a significant level, even if you just listen to this and just kind of let your uh, subconscious find some answers and connection. But if you are able to just sit and close your eyes or lie and close your eyes, all the better just to kind of uh, get the distractions away. So I'll give you a second to get prepared here now so you can close your eyes if you can. Let's have a couple of breaths, nice and easy. Just acknowledging the beautiful oxygen that's cool coming into your nose and the warm air going out. I want you to go inward, to feel 
what it feels like inward. Now I want you to visualize a little you. What do you look like? What are you wearing? Where are you? Now ask yourself, ask the little you that you can see. She's right there and she's so happy. You finally are looking at her. And you ask that little you, what are you feeling, sweet child? Go ahead, ask her, and then listen. What are you feeling? What did she tell you? What came up first? Were you surprised? Now I want you to ask her, what do you need right now? And then listen. What does she need? What does she need from you? What does she need that you can give her? Now, I want you to tell yourself that you heard every word that she said. And every word she says matters. Tell her that she is enough. Tell her you are so proud of her. Tell her that everything is going to be okay. Tell her you will never abandon her again. Tell her you love her. Do you feel that love? Do you feel that light? You can always come back here. You can always give yourself love like this. Whenever that little you is asking for it. And if you haven't already, why don't you go ahead and scoop up that little you and put her in your lap. Look into those bright little eyes. Eyes that may be afraid. Eyes that are unsure of all the changes and hard stuff going on and kiss her on the forehead. Tell her that you got her. Tell her that you are a team, she and you, and that you're going to work together from now on. Tell her that you're going to listen to her better and what she wants and needs matters.
give her a kiss on her forehead and a big, beautiful squeeze. And give yourself love backwards through time. Time is a construct. We could give ourselves love backwards, presently, and forwards. And by taking that time to tell little you that she is loved, that she is heard, that she is going to be respected and honored, that you're going to play with her, that you are going to no longer abandon or tell her to be quiet or that she matters. You can feel that in your heart. You can feel that in your body. It's probably the most adult thing you can ever do. Give her a kiss on the forehead and another big squeeze. And to stand up, take her by the hand, and just walk. Walk in the sunshine. Walk in the field. Walk wherever brings you joy and makes you feel safe. Because that's where you are right now in this moment. You're feeling safe and supported and encouraged. You're doing great. I can see that smile on your face. Yes, you are doing the work. You are healing yourself. You are loving that beautiful inner child for the pure ray of light she is. And how are you feeling now? You feeling more connected to yourself, more grounded, more supported? Are you reminded of your power? Are you reminded of all the things you can do for yourself so that you can feel stronger and happier and healthier? Well, I hope so. I hope, hope you at least get some ideas of ways that you can reach back in time to that little you and in real time, reach out to that little person who's still inside of you, who is feeling scared and confused because of this particularly confusing time right now. And I highly recommend um, just Googling inner child work um, and seeing what comes up and what interests you. There's a lot of great work in this field. I've done a lot of inner child work and meditations myself and it's healed whole parts of me, uh, so I highly recommend that. By connecting to our inner child, we gain access to new information about unhealed wounds and the needs that might not have been met when we were children. So here we go, adulting, mothering the self. You're doing great when you're doing this work because you're healing yourself backwards and forwards. You're going out into the world as a more healed person anytime you take the time to see to yourself, to tend to yourself, to give love and support and reassurance. That's a big word, reassurance to that little you who might be a little freaked out <laughs> right now.
and so now for the uh, end of the show for the featured song uh, this is a really beautiful song by Kimia Dots Dawson and uh, Kimia Dawson I know I, I was first introduced to her from the Juno soundtrack which is such a good soundtrack that's 2007 Ellen Page film uh, that uh, she, she did a song Anyone Else But You with the uh, Moldy Peaches and that's actually one of me and my husband's, um, uh, one of our songs. <laughs> we sang it at our wedding. And uh, if we ever get around to making that political podcast that we're always threatened to, uh, Justin and I are planning on using the Anyone Else But You as uh, the theme song cutting in. I digress. Kimia Dawson is an amazing folk singer um, out of America. She is just really kind of lo-fi and just like, just words fall out of her. She's so talented. And this song in particular, um, it was released in 2011. It's You Are My Baby. Uh, it's actually been, sorry, it wasn't released. It was just put up on YouTube. This is just a YouTube, the hair and her guitar, no, no sound, anything. So you'll hear the folksiness of it, but also just the realness. And this is a song uh, she wrote for her baby. Uh, but I want you to think about it as you hear the words, as you are singing it to yourself. I know when a lot of times I talk about uh, imagining the lyrics the universe is singing to you, particularly if it's a love song, but in this song in particular, I want you to think about how you are singing to yourself all the words. This is going back to the mothering of the self. So just as a mother loves a child so ridiculously and completely, um, you know, especially that tiny baby before things get complicated and patterns get in. So imagine that, imagine you giving that love, that, uh, that uncomplicated, pure, uh, very healthy, beautiful, strong love. Imagine Kimya Dawson's words are your words to yourself. And I think, I think that you can heal even a little bit more, uh, of your heart. So, uh, mad mega love to you, sisters, brothers, and others, everyone who's listening. Uh, may your inner child walk with more confidence uh, and maybe even a little swagger now because uh, they know that you are there and they know that you got their back and they know that you're going to allow time for play and listening and sucking. <laughs> and allow time for their words to come out and that their words matter and that, you know, maybe you should be a little bit more silly and maybe we shouldn't be so serious and maybe we should connect to that inner child and not just for what that inner child needs to heal, but also for that inner child to remind us of the sweet joys of life, the simple things, the laughter, uh, and get out and move that body of yours and get some fresh air uh, in this beautiful September day. That's the point where I'm recording. Mad mega love to you. I will now leave it to the uber-talented Kimya Dawson. You are my baby.